You are currently listening to a Suffolk Free Radio podcast. The views and opinions expressed on the deep dive are the views and opinions of the show personalities only and do not reflect those of Suffolk University, Suffolk Free Radio, or those at the Student Leadership and Involvement Office. Hi friends, welcome back to the deep dive. This week, I'm going to be talking about something that's been on my mind for quite literally a month now, and I just can't seem to find the time to record this episode, but I finally have enough time in my school schedule to be back to recording and and can finally talk about this because it's been seriously on my mind for such a long time, and I even came up with the the name for this episode a couple weeks ago. As you can see, it's called Fake Deep and Deep Fakes. I, I honestly loved it. I thought it was quite the stroke of genius on my part. Um, no, I'm just kidding, but I, I really did like the title. And so today, we're going to be talking about deep fakes. And if you don't know what a deep fake is, it's a technology that allows you to manipulate audio or video footage to make it look like someone is saying or doing something that they actually didn't do or say. And I'm going to be talking about this because I actually watched a TED talk on it for one of my classes. We had to choose from a a few TED talks and I chose this one because I honestly didn't know a lot about this technology and I wanted to learn more. It really did change my view and it's pretty scary stuff. So, let's get started. The TED Talk was done by a law professor named Danielle Citrone, and she talks about how these deepfakes are undermining truth and they're threats to democracy. That's what the TED Talk's title is. The talk is from 2019, and although that's not that long ago, this technology is rapidly evolving. Of course, as many of you know, in a technological age, there are overnight new technologies and things can be updated and become more sophisticated much faster than, say, 10 years ago. She begins her TED talk by talking about an example of a deepfake that really ruined someone's life. And this includes some mature content, so just a warning if you would like to click off and then come back or just skip this part, that is totally fine. So she begins with the story of Reina Ayub, who is a journalist in India, and her work was known for exposing government corruption, and she was extremely outspoken about human rights violations. And she had gotten used to the controversy around her work, but in April of 2018, she became a victim of a deep fake. There was a two-minute video of what looked like her engaging in a pornographic video. And she had never made any sort of video. She had never expected this to happen to her. But now, because of this technology, thousands of people believed it was her and shamed her, thinking, oh, well, I can see it with my eyes, so it must be true. So many people had seen it and they used it to shame her, and it wasn't even her, but even if it was, even if it was her, that was clearly something that shouldn't have gotten out, and so you shouldn't be shaming her for something that she definitely couldn't have controlled. But the point is, it wasn't even her. 
someone had taken pictures of her, like from the internet, to get her face, and then put it on some other already existing video that didn't include her at all. And it's so easy. That's the problem. It's so easy to do that. And in the TED Talk, Danielle mentions that there are step-by-step directions on Reddit threads of how to do this with pornographic videos. And people do this with celebrities, with any public figures that they find attractive. And these things go viral because people are more apt to believe what they see and what they hear. Because as humans, we have what Danielle calls a visceral reaction to audio and video. That's because we want to believe that we can trust what our eyes and what our ears are seeing and telling us. And that's really scary because it brings up the idea of, okay, if these these videos are so fake and the audio is probably fake, what can we trust? What is true? And that's a really loaded question. And these deep fakes are going viral even today. If some of you have seen a couple of weeks ago, there were a few deepfake videos of Tom Cruise going viral on TikTok because they looked just like him. Like, how is that not Tom Cruise, you know? And I, I read the article that was done with the creator of those deepfakes, and he said that he didn't want to bait anyone. His intention wasn't malicious. He just wanted to raise awareness for the technology by showing how advanced and sophisticated it is. And if you had seen those videos, it really does look like Tom Cruise. And the way that they do that is they take a lot of already existing videos. So for Tom Cruise, obviously, he's been in a lot of movies. So they take his mannerisms from his acting and they can become more sophisticated and know more about the way he acts, his little nuances, to make it look that more realistic. Learning the way he says certain things, learning the way his face looks, can make it even more real and make it look that more convincing. But the danger of this technology is people don't know enough about it to recognize when it's fake and when it's real. Back to the TED Talk, Danielle mentions that online hoaxes spread 10 times faster than accurate stories. And so I'm sure if any of you are on Facebook or on Instagram, you've seen fake things go viral. And that's what this deep fake technology thrives on, is the shock value. You think, oh my goodness, this is Tom Cruise doing something, I have to share this. Or on a more malicious note, this is some celebrity being absolutely horrible. What is going on? These things go viral because of the shock value, and people are more apt to believe what they see and what they hear, because why, why would it not be true if I can see it, or how is it not real if I'm listening to it right now? And that's the problem. There's no regulation right now on any social media for this technology, there's hardly any education around it, and it's really hard. The more it expands and the more accessible it is, right now it's completely accessible and is so accessible. I just googled how to make a deepfake. I got over 19 million results. The first results are 
six or seven videos from YouTube. There's so many articles, there's Reddit threads, there's every type of accessible thing for me if I wanted to pursue making a deepfake. It is so easy. And there is no, absolutely no regulation within social media for these posts. And it is just so easy to post them. There's no background checks on, oh, is this real? Like, is this actually real? Like, should we let this person post this or is it going to cause hysteria online? There's absolutely no regulation on it. And on the other hand, there's no education on it. So how can we really blame people for believing it? No, because they don't know what it is. They don't understand the technology and that's not their fault. But there are resources that you can take to understand this. And I'll share some with you right now. And I encourage you to look into this because this could quite literally be a threat to democracy. It's a threat on truth already. It's undermining what we believe is true. It makes us question whether or not we can trust our own eyes. And that power, the power for you to not even trust what you see, is terrifying. And it is dangerous. And it can ruin people's lives. Just look at Reina, the journalist in India. Her life was ruined. Her address was leaked. People were outside of her house, shaming her, sending her threats. It's a catalyst that could ruin someone's life. And no one even knows about it. Well, not no one. It's starting to gain some traction. There, If you look up danger of deepfakes, there are many articles that can talk about it. But if people don't know what to search and what to look for, how can we expect them to understand it? And so, yes, it lies in we need education, but also in order to solve or potentially prevent mass hysteria, lawmakers and social media company owners need to regulate this. If they don't, what's going to stop them from sharing them? Nothing. There's no regulation. They can share whatever they want, whether or not it's real, and people just need to know about it. And so they can spot it, and so they don't accidentally share something that's fake that could potentially ruin someone's life. Or cause violence or any sort of danger. There's no telling what these videos could do. Quite honestly, they could ruin a lot of things and that really scares me and that's why I wanted to share that with you all today because whether or not you've heard the term or if you even know like really what it is, it needs to be talked about more and I, I think that without talking about it and without looking into it and reading more and just being more aware of what you see and asking yourself, hmm, is this real? Like, what are what are some steps for me to understand like whether or not this is actually true and what I'm seeing? And the Washington Post actually has some posts on their Instagram of how to find like the original creator of a video and how to authenticate a video. So if you want to look into those, I would suggest that. I think they have some really good information if you'd like to look into that. So I was thinking, this episode is a little heavy, and what could I do to make this a little lighter? Make it end on somewhat of a good note. And I thought, okay, I have this title that I love very much. Why don't I take from the first half of that title 
and talk about some funny fake deep instagram content because why why wouldn't i want to do that i i think it would be fun so let's get into it so now my instagram algorithm is going to think i want to see all kinds of posts like this but it's worth the sacrifice for this because i found this instagram account called success portal and just to preface i don't want to brag on anyone who uses motivational quotes i use motivational quotes but i think some the message is unclear and some of them also the message is a little not motivational but more using other people's struggles to lift yourself up you shouldn't use motivational quotes as a way to put other people down and good motivational quotes don't do that so i'm i'm choosing some of those who do do that and that's what i want to talk about so this success portal account the first post that really caught my eye was just this black screen with little white text over it very basic and it says sorry if i got distant my life got real the caption is drop a fire emoji if you relate i'm sorry what like yeah you can get busy and get distant who made you the person to decide that everyone's life is not as real as yours and you're so much better than everyone else that's not fair <laughs> the next one is it says i have a sad story too no one cares work harder with the same caption drop a fire emoji if you agree i don't agree just because you struggle and have sad stories it's not that- you can't just say no one cares. Work harder. I'm sorry, I think we should actually- Hmm, what a concept of actually working on dealing with sadness and dealing with trauma and not just pushing it down and working harder and then eventually exploding. Here, here's my inspirational quote. Emotional health and well-being is better than wealth that was brought to you by not well be okay maybe i need to t work on that one but just pushing down everything bad that you ever feel and just working harder and being like no one cares i don't want to hear your sob story are you kidding me when did that become inspirational i'm sorry i must have missed that memo i must have been too busy i don't know feeling emotions and actually recognizing how i feel and working through that um, I just don't see the correlation between success and pushing down your emotions. Where Where is the correlation? I'm not seeing that anywhere. Anyways, I'm not going to get too hung up on this. I just think sometimes it's a little counterintuitive to have something advertised as an inspirational quote that actually just completely puts down so many other people. And then in the next post, they're like, be kind to everyone. It's just ironic and i find it really funny so that is my fake deep and deep fakes i really hope that you enjoyed this episode and are more aware of this technology and just enjoyed hearing hearing about it i guess thank you so much for listening i hope you have a wonderful day and i'll see you in the next episode thank you so much peace and blessings my friends